Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and it feels amazing to be here. Yo, I really missed you guys, and this has been, you know, taking this month off was really a lot, like it was, that was a lot, like, it, it felt like, you know, I missed out on a lot of things, but we are, we're back now, and that's what's the most important thing. And I'm really, really excited for, um, like, you know, I'm really excited to be back. I'm really excited to connect and engage with all of you because that's what we do best here. You know, especially this podcast, your the podcast plans are probably the most exciting ones out of everything else I've done. But like, you know, I'm really excited to be back and, you know, it's really just a pleasure to be here. I can't wait for you guys to you know, see what I have coming up, and yeah. So yeah, for those of you um who may not know, because you're not real fans, but uh, I took a digital detox, which basically involves me deleting all my social media apps and, you know, going off for like, for a bit. Last year, I did it for a month. I think this one is a bit longer slightly, but yeah, still still the same thing. I did it last year for one month. I've done it again this time. And last year's was a bit different, but like they both they were both similar in many ways. Like most people ask me why I do it. I really know what it's like. Like I know that I'm missing out potentially on like, you know, that game changing DM or that message or that like, you know, someone tags me in something that could really potentially change the game. But, like, it's something, like, that's a risk I'm, like, willing to take because I just wasn't feeling 100%, you know. Like, um, I, like, you know, I was just feeling overwhelmed and there was a lot going on. And there was, like, it just wasn't really happening in my head at the moment. And I had to finish season four of Support Sunday so I thought after that would be the best time to take the break because I can't stop mid-season. Or I couldn't stop mid-season. Well, I could, but, you know, I just didn't want to. That felt unnecessary to me. So I had to stop. I thought it would be better to stop uh, at the end of the season. So that's what I did. I just thought and felt like it was the right thing to do. I was feeling incredibly overwhelmed in a lot of things that you guys probably don't care about, so I won't even get into that. But yeah, like that's really the reason why I did it and why I felt it was necessary. And even though it was technically a break, um, it doesn't mean that like I wasn't doing, like I wasn't writing or I wasn't reading or whatever. Like that definitely was happening. It was just that I needed less distraction and more focus. On myself and you know it's something I'm a big believer in if you want to change it like you know the outside you have to change inside so yeah my inside wasn't 100% so I didn't want it to really really affect my work and that's why I thought and it's a, it's something I think makes sense you know like uh, a lot of people say that social media itself is a problem and while I disagree with that um, I'm not against taking breaks from it or anything. I don't think it itself was a problem. I was the problem. Um, I wasn't practicing what I preach about social media and that kind of thing. So I thought 
like I felt like, you know, uh, maybe taking a step back would be what I needed to refocus and like just, you know, realign and recalibrate myself. And thank God I've got the right people around me who have, you know, argued with me, uh, told me what I'm doing is dumb, told me what I'm doing. And then the other end, people telling me what I'm doing is making sense. But I appreciate all the insights uh, from everyone, people who've asked, who've like, you know, shown genuine concern. People have basically helped me get through, um, you know, that whole process of recalibrating and realigning myself towards what it is I want. And that's really why I just felt it was necessary. Social media proved to be a distraction. So the extra two, three hours, I, like, you know, instead of scrolling on Twitter or Instagram or something, watching snapchat stories i was you know not just studying for exams but i was being progressive and hopefully it shows because that's what you know otherwise but it feel i feel like i feel better and i think that will show in my work it will reflect in everything i do now and that's really just why i thought it was necessary now about the detox itself because some of you have been asking basically what happens is that I delete all my social media apps. I don't deactivate my accounts. I just delete the apps off my phone. And uh, I only kept WhatsApp on because I had to talk to my parents and things like that. But even then, I muted all notifications. And that's basically like the process of it is just, you know, to not be constantly checking my phone or ping, like my phone constantly pinging or whatever it was and yeah like it just you know gives you the time and space to think your own thoughts like by yourself don't get me wrong i did miss out on a lot of news and things like that um i'll actually there are a few things i need to talk about which i will talk about on this podcast um that i feel need mentioning or that like you know i feel i could weigh in on and yeah, but like the process basically was just deleting all the apps, getting them off my phone and, you know, just taking time in the day to do, I guess, more constructive and or productive things. I had midterms, so that kind of helped as well. Um, we've passed, don't worry. Uh, yeah, that's really just what the process was. But then I was also now taking the time because I wasn't checking my phone constantly when I was talking to people and stuff, I was less distracted. There was no pinging. I was just paying attention. Like, it's the same process, as same thing that happened last year when I did it. Like, you know, I just found myself um, really enjoying conversations with people and, you know, like paying full attention. Like, their phones would ping or whatever, but like, I, you know, wasn't that wasn't happening to me. So I guess I could pay more attention. And I re had really interesting discussions with people. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I can't actually, I don't know how to describe it. It's just some, one of those things I feel like you have to experience. And I feel like we don't experience it that much anymore because every two seconds people are checking their phones. But people really appreciate being listened to. And, you know, when you pay attention to whatever they're saying. So that was like, you know, something, that was an interesting insight that I got from it. And, yeah, like, I would recommend it to anyone. 
really it doesn't have to be for a month you could do it really for like a day or a weekend you could just say i'm not going to check my phone or I'm, like you know you don't even have to be as extreme as me and say you know like delete all the apps you could just mute the notifications or whatever but i would really recommend it for anyone um whether you're all good or like you know you were like me who wasn't like a hundred percent in the head i think it's a good exercise it helps you um it can help you focus because these things have become like such a part of our lives that you like you oh like you really can't run away from it my dad joined facebook like what a couple of months ago like you know everyone's doing if my dad is on facebook like everyone's doing it you know what i mean so um you really can't like it you can avoid but like you really can't run away from it and you know i'm just talking about facebook yours could be snapchat instagram whatever it is for you but like you know just try like i think it's interesting then you start to see like i guess how much this stuff can affect you if you allow it to of course i allowed it to get to me and that's why i felt it was necessary to step back and yeah but really um I think it's a really good exercise and I would recommend it to anyone who's interested in like I guess if you feel like you need to refocus it's it's one thing it's one suggestion I would give to like take a step back and like you know look at your phone list or whatever and yeah that's really just my process about how it how it is so um like I said there were a couple of things that I would like to talk about um uh, that I missed or that I you know just think um were a bit relevant regarding um what was like what was happening during my break or detox or whatever and the first one would be the tragic death of rapper Nipsey Hussle who was shot dead in LA at the age of 33 Nipsey Hussle was a grammy nominated musician in addition to being a business owner and respected like member of his community and this was just really sad when i heard it you know like um i just went to school and i was receiving lots of messages i was like people sent me messages like a friend of mine had told me to listen to his album a while back and i'd only listened to like three or so songs i knew he was nominated for a grammy but like i never really was like a deep fan but from what i hear and what i've read on the news and things like that um this was a really really tragic situation and you know may he rest in eternal peace but this was just really sad you know like gun violence also is just like for me it's really one of the worst ways to go i think and American laws regarding it and the statistics that are out about gun violence in America are staggering especially amongst black people so you know this was a really really sad and tragic thing to happen and yo I just hope it's been a few weeks now but I hope he and his I hope his family and everything are at least had some peace but it was really really sad so rest in peace nipsey hustle another sensitive issue um or something else that happened which 
like it was during my break and um by the time this podcast will be released it'll probably be a few weeks after the incident but there was a young man in Zambia where I come from who was stabbed in the neck at an outing like I don't know if you can call it a club but yeah is JCS a club? I don't know if it's a club or it's a place. Like, it's a chill spot. It's where people go to hang out, I guess. And this young man was stabbed, and two other young men were arrested. And, you know, I don't know why, by the time this podcast drops, probably the reasons and things like that will come out. But, like, it just feels really unnecessary. Like, it's it's sad. Like, there's nothing worse I can... Like, imagine what his parents thought and felt regarding that situation. If they even knew he went out. And these things, like, it just... I don't even know what to say, guys. But it's really sad that someone had to lose their lives in such a... I feel avoidable way. I don't think there's any other way. To, like, that could have been completely... It's completely unnecessary what happened. And I really, really hope that these two guys that were involved get the appropriate punishment because you, there's no excuse for doing that at all. It was actually... Like, you know, um, my housemate and I were talking about it and that was premeditated, really, because... They had a broken bottle. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. Why? Only God knows. But like, really, that's a sick and it's sad. And I really hope they get, you know, I really hope that they get whatever it is that's coming for them. Because that, it just, it saddens me. And on the flip side, you know, um, while the opportunity is there, guys, like you know, we I think that this is, this is one of those things we take for granted, you know, going out and having fun as young people, and I think that we should really, you know, take the time, like you know, if you're not religious, or whatever, but like you know, just appreciate going out and coming back in one piece. Lots of things happen out there, you know. You're not in the same mindset as everyone else around you, and crowds of people can be difficult or diff people are just i'm not saying be scared like you know go out and have your good time but like from time to time appreciate or just like you know be cautious of your environment your surroundings don't be in the wrong places be where you're supposed to be let people know where you are this is stuff like our parents tell us all the time but you know I feel like most of my listeners are big. So if not your parents, and tell your friends where you are, where people can find you, that kind of thing. It's really shocking, this story. Like, it's really, really shocking. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I couldn't believe it when I heard it. And, yeah, like, guys, just, you know, take the time to be appreciative. Check up on your friends. Make sure, like, you know, because all sorts of things are happening. But, you know... At, doesn't mean live in fear, have your fun and enjoy, but just be cautious. That's the only thing I wanted to say. And, yeah. Another subject which I hate to have to talk about, but I really just have to get into it, you know. Again, like I said, this will be, by the time this podcast is released, it will be weeks after the incidents. And I hope that things, something would have been done, but this is the time when I can talk about it and 
really just get it out of the way is racism in football. You may or may not know, but I'm a big football fan. I support Arsenal. I always have. Um, and, you know, football's like, you know, it's a unifying thing. It's it's one of those things that, like, it's that language everyone understands. Like, when you're wearing a football jersey, people know what you're about. That kind of, like, it's just one of those things, really. So, the fact that there's still racism in 2019 is just unacceptable because of the way the world the way like it's just it's it's not acceptable it's there's nothing there's no way to mask it to cover it up it's just it's wrong it's wrong really there's nothing else like to say there's no two ways about it. it's non-debatable so um there are two p- incidents in particular uh raheem sterling manchester city an england player who was out on uh, international duty they played Montenegro and Sterling and Danny Rose, teammate, were subjected to racial abuse. The Montenegro coach said that he did not hear it, even though it was apparently coming from right behind his bench. And that's just ridiculous. Like, it's, it's dumb. But anyways, you know, Sterling and the boys went on to do their thing. They lashed Montenegro. And, you know, Sterling actually... There's a blog post about Raheem Sterling that I'm working on because I think he's become more than just a football player this season particularly, and he needs to be recognized and appreciated for that. And in fact, I heard he won an award. Um, He was Sportsman of the Year by, um, I think it's called the Ethnicity and Diversity um, Board, something like that. But Raheem Sterling, yes, did win an award for sportsman of the year and i think he deserves the british ethnic diversity sports awards that's what he won sportsman of the year yeah and he deserves it and in my opinion also deserves pfa player of the year and you know he's off the pitch um i guess representation is like it's been phenomenal this season and he actually played a part in the second incident which is uh Moyes Keen or Ken. I've heard different pronunciations, so forgive me. I say Keen. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's Ken. Who is a young Italian football player who plays for Juventus and was has actually been in great form recently uh, as of the recording of this podcast. And, you know, he was subjected to racist abuse by the Curva, who are Cagliari's ultras. Italian football. And he um, responded to racist remarks that were going on throughout the game, racist chants rather, by going up to the fans and celebrating in front of them when he had scored. And that's a normal thing to do. Like if you're being insulted the whole game, like, you know, football fans say all kinds of things. And he went and celebrated in front of them and he posted the picture apparently on Instagram saying the best way to respond to racism. And the craziest thing about this story is that he was criticized by his own teammate, Leonardo Bonucci. And I rate Bonucci so highly as a football player. But his statement saying that Keane shouldn't have reacted that way or celebrated that way, which Allegri also agreed with, just shows that like these guys really, really don't care. Like, 
the Cagliari president said that if Dybala, who is white, celebrated that way, they would have, he would have got the same reaction. And that's not possible because he's white. They probably would have just insulted him. And like I said, there are a million and one things you can say to football players when they're out there. But you cross the line when you, talk, when you now bring race because that's unnecessary, completely unnecessary. And the Serie A, in fact, is, in my opinion, probably the worst not just maybe even in Europe's top five, but like maybe, okay, yeah, like probably the worst league because players of, like most racial complaints from players come from this league. Mario Balotelli, Sally Montari, Kevin Prince-Boateng, the list is it's endless. Like Blaise Matuidi, all these players have complaints that in Italy there's like no regard for black players. And it's incredible. Patrick Vieira as well, sorry to take it back there. But yeah, like it happens all the time and there's nothing the Italian authorities do about it. And it shows in statements like Bonucci and Allegri basically saying that he shouldn't have provoked them. But like he was really just celebrating and there was, I see nothing wrong with what he did. And they, as his manager and teammate respectively, really should have defended him I there's nothing like there's no excuse like Sterling said it's almost laughable it's it's really laughable that these guys think that he provoked them to do that Bonucci said it was 50-50 which is just wrong it's sick I, I, I don't get it there's nothing else like you can't excuse that kind of behavior and it's just wrong there shouldn't be any racism in football and Bonucci deserved to be called out I heard he celebrated with him when he scored the winning goal against AC Milan. But that doesn't excuse... In fact, Juventus should, you know, somehow sanction Bonucci, whether it's a fine or whatever. They just need to do something because it's just wrong because people are now going to think that this is the culture. People complain. They'll just think it's cool because people complain on social media or whatever and nothing will actually happen. And that is not how it should be done. It's just wrong and it doesn't belong in football. It doesn't belong anywhere in this day and age and yeah that's my two cents about that really so now that i have the rants and the complaining out of my system whew, we can breathe we can go back to the positive stuff guys positive it's been phenomenal like you know we're in a good headspace and you know um I look forward to all the work that um, I'm about to drop, especially on this podcast. We're going to meet some really cool people and we're going to have amazing conversations, which will be led a lot by what you guys tell me about it. So, like, you know, send in suggestions. If there's anything you'd like me to talk about, um, two cents you'd like to hear about this or that. If I'm not going to write it down, um, I might say it out here. So, like, you know, send me those suggestions. All my social media will be in the description and all that. You know, and I've really missed you guys. I'm really happy to be back. And, you know, let's just keep moving. Support Sunday Season 5. Bigger, badder, better. The biggest, the baddest, the best. <laughs> yeah, I, sh I need to work on that. But, yeah, Support Sunday Season 5 is coming. Um, blog posts are coming. Um, other things are coming, which I can't say right now because I 
haven't yet reached that phase where I'm allowed to announce yet, but other things are coming. Trust me, um, it's going to be lit. It is lit already because I'm back. I've missed you all. And, you know, hit me up on socials. Tell me what's been happening, what's been happening with you guys. You know, how's school, how's life, how's work, how's your family. Just let me know, you know, hit me up. Talk to me, talk to me. I'm here to talk to you. I'm, 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 I'm the people. I'm here for the people. I am the people. We are the people. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, let's keep going. Let's keep growing. And, yeah, until next time, stay blessed. More is on the way.